Welcome to the Wood Floor Podcast. This podcast is run and produced by Cockrell & Co. At Cockrell & Co, we create structure and profit for all types of flooring professionals in the UK and beyond. But what does that actually mean? We offer two main services. One is a mentoring one-to-one that is a 12 or six month commitment from you and us and we create a structured plan and we help you deliver this plan no matter how big or small within that time period. We also have a training centre here in Darlington where you and your team can spend a few days with us and learn of techniques, frameworks, everything to get you to that next level in business here in a friendly and welcoming environment. Now sit back, relax, listen to the show. Don't forget to leave a review or hit the subscribe button. Thanks for coming on the podcast, John. What I'm wanting to do today is I've dragged you out the office and we're going to do a countdown of our five best marketing uh, strategies and tactics for flooring professionals. So before we kick off, John, um, I've explained on the intro that I'm from the flooring industry. I've been a fitter. I've had a sanding company. My understanding uh, for the, and so the listeners understand, you've not fitted many floors. And so if you could introduce yourself to the listeners. So before we kick off with our five steps of bulletproof marketing. Yeah, hi, Tom. Yeah, that's definitely not fitted any flaws at all. Would not even attempt to. Don't want to try. Don't want to learn. Looks too difficult. But I do know digital. So my background has essentially been all digital, digital marketing. Um, I've been self-employed for like 19 years now, but then did have a proper job, as you would say. Proper job um, was, feels like a long time ago for Scottish and Newcastle Retail, but working in a marketing team there. Um, but yeah, essentially mine has always been online and just finding the right customers and putting, getting your product in front of them and, and just how to get the most of, of, of kind of your, your products, your services, and just how, how to help businesses grow. So it's all about growth, um, and yeah, how to get the most online and using digital methods really. And that's why exactly we, we've joined forces and created truth digital uh, if anyone wants to check that out, it's truthdigital.co.uk. Got to get the little pitch in there. And we've created a business where we only deal with flooring professionals. Don't deal with the sparky or the plumber or the sweet shop owner. We, we are only interested in speaking to the guys that are out doing something with flooring. In the Wood Floor podcast, we thought it'd be fitting to go through this because we feel uh, these steps will will work for everyone who is a listener of this show. So we're going to kick off in reverse, number five. And the way this is going to work is I'm going to suggest what it is and John's going to explain how we get the results and what we do. So at number five is back to the old school and it is press and PR, but using paper format. So what's your take on that, John? Yeah, so although I kind of talk about, we're going to be talking about digital a lot, there is some some kind of old school, in inverted commas, 
um, methods you could still use and and whether it's leaflets whether it's you've got getting brochures out there or just advert and magazines that type of thing um it, it can still work but you still got to follow the methods in terms of you got to know your audience so what's the profile of the audience where do they live what type of house they've got uh, what car do they drive where do the shop so if you know where your audience are and who they are and what they do and where they go where they live obviously when we're talking about flooring um and then it's just targeting them so if if you then want to get in front of them yes you can have a leaflet will go out one day go through a letterbox someone will pick it up um invariably what will happen it goes in the bin yeah don't really look at it so to do it to be consistent um in terms of your, your offline methods i think that's it is you need to be consistent you need to keep you need to keep getting in front of them and and you want to you kind of need to hit them at the right time now it's always you never really you don't know when the customer needs to be um whether you've got to hit them at the right time but if you're consistent with your messaging um with your branding uh your your leaflet or your advert has got clear call to actions on it essentially someone picking up should know exactly what you do from the picture that they see from the few words that they read if you're consistent with that and do it over a period of time then that'll just help you get ingrained into their heads and when they are in the in that buying cycle of look i'm i'm, I'm looking to change that floor or even if they're speaking to a friend or a colleague or somebody who's who's looking to change the floor then you're in their heads and that's kind of one of the keys behind it is just being consistent and doing it over a period of time really exactly and we we've created a, a rule and a caveat with this strategy of marketing in our agency that um we won't undertake this unless the client commits to six months of paper format advertising because the results on the tracking we've done over one month or three months or six months the six months yes there's more clients that gets in front of but it's the clients that we repeat um the the print advertising to we tend to get a much better return on investment when we divide it by the by the month so it in our opinion it's the six months six month period is otherwise you're wasting your time so everyone who's out on the tools get these phone calls from on your doorstep magazine or um you know sort of Cardiff Today or whatever the little or Cheshire Life, all those type of magazines, or do you want this discounted thing for 400 quid for a page? It is should only be on your hit list to um, instruct these people. If you can get a deal put together for six months, um, get six months of advertising. So if it's a monthly magazine, get six quarterly, exactly the same. So it, um, So that is our advice on this is make sure you commit to a longer period don't just go for that one cheap advert because you may as well put a, a very small fishing line into a very big pond so we will move swiftly on to the old subject of social media and we do a lot on social media we run social media accounts for clients we give advice we do also training here in darlington on social media how to get the best results. So John, what, what have you found recently? We've got the best results for our flooring clients. Well, in, ter in terms of platforms, because when you're talking about social media, there's lots of different platforms out there. Um, 
but essentially kind of looking at three. So you're looking at Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, but they all have a very different and clear audience and people who use them. So the people who are on there. And so depending on what custom you're after might then determine which uh, platform you, you, you focus your time and your efforts on. Um, so if, you, if you're looking at LinkedIn, for example, to business network, um, generally people on there want to keep things professional. They're not sharing what they've had for tea, um, where they're going to drink. It's not that. Um, it's all professional. But, you, you, but these people have still got homes. Um, they've, they've, they've probably got slightly bigger homes and may have, a, as, a, as a general rule, have a kind of a bit more budget to spend as well. But again, it's something on there where it, it, because it's more business and it's professional, what you can do on there in terms of when you're sharing on there is, is just to build up your relationships in terms of you're an expert in your field. Show people that. Show people you're an expert. And you don't have to sell to them. You're not, you're not saying I'm doing this for this price or whatever. You're not selling. You're just showing what an expert you are and, yeah. and kind of the products that you use and the way you work. And, and that's the audience what you're, you're targeting with LinkedIn is the people who would really appreciate that as well. No, it's, uh, I think one of the good things with uh, LinkedIn is, is joint ventures where you can partner up with you know, bigger contractors and bigger people like that. So it's great for, for that type of thing. Mm, yeah, definitely, definitely. But then when you're talking about with something like Instagram, um, Again, you've got lots of different facets of Instagram in terms of your grid, your reels, your highlights, and going live and different things like that. So again, you, you, you're trying to gauge what content you're putting out to the audiences on there. Um, now, what we found is, is Instagram is great um, yep. to getting business leads in. But it's all about, and, and to be fair, any social media platform, it's about the engagement on there as well. So again, as people are posting, just showing what you can do, because it's obviously very visual, um, try and get some decent photos in there of, of exactly what you're doing and where you are using hashtags. And the same as the offline stuff as well is, is about being consistent. Um, it's, it's, just, it's just keep talking to the audience and keep engaging so that I come back to you. And then, I mean, Insta, Instagram and then Facebook as well. Um, what we found with Facebook, there's, there's, there's a big audience on Facebook but it's the type of audience you get on Facebook is then very different, yeah. very much more price conscious, should we say. So they might want to be doing more deals. They might want things for cheaper and they might, you know, they want money knocked off here and there. Now, if that's the market you're into and that's what you like doing, great, go for it. But I think what we found, it's a very different audience on Facebook. Although the size of it is bigger, you tend to get a better, again, um, quote, quotation marks are yet better quality of customer on Instagram. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I did some training on, on Instagram last week and there's a huge thing now on two things where reels are going to become the norm. So rather than just posting Instagram are really pushing you hard to do reels, which are getting much, much more engaging. So you put a post, you might get 20, 30 likes and then, um, sort of, a, I don't know, sort of engagement of three, 400, but reels, a good reel that um, people are interacting with and watching, you're getting three, 4,000 views and, you know, 
hundreds of, of likes if the reel is good. So that's one thing that Instagram's very slowly moving towards. And then the second uh, bit that we did on the training, which I found quite interesting, was the stories that you run. If you're always running stories, you put interactions onto your story. So if you put like yes or no, or which picture do you like before and after, and the clients are interacting, one gets the algorithm working, but then also the people that are interacting with your stories can actually be your ideal clients. So you can then take your initiative and direct message them saying, hey, do you want some samples? Do you want this? Would you like me to come and price a job? If they get talking to you, but those people that are interacting with your stories could be your clients. So those were the two take-homes I took, which are very simple things to implement if you're consistently using Instagram. Kind of what you've highlighted there in terms of what um, Facebook and Instagram like to see in terms of the programs, it just goes to show in terms of testing. So as you're using these things, it's not just a case of putting something up and hoping for the best. It's because we've tested that and we know that that's what it likes and that works. So then it's, it's something you can then replicate for, for other people as well to say, actually, yes, you, you should be using Reels and this is why we can show you why. Because the algorithms change and they change constantly and and they always are. So what, what um, Instagram and Facebook want you to do today might not be the same in six months' time, might not be the same in a year's time, might change again and again and again. But it's because we're on constantly testing that is then we can obviously you can advise and of what is working and what's not working. And sometimes that's key as well, just what is working and what isn't. That's right. And we, we have got, because we only focus on the flooring industry, we're constantly evolving the, the hashtags and what are getting more searched and what's most followed, but then we can implement them to spe to that exact business to get the best results. So it's, um, so we're going to move on. And this is a, a bit of a favorite of ours because we can get really good, clear results that are calculated and controllable. And most marketing, you kind of throw money at something and you sort of hope for the best. But uh, at our hot list at number three is Google AdWords. And most websites that we have created, we attach this to the back of it and our clients can turn it on and off. But John, what's your take on all the campaigns that we're running at the moment? Well, I've run campaigns on paid search, which Google Ads is one of the, the kind of the biggest platform out there for like almost 20 years now. And yeah, great, great tool. But again, it, it's, it's one of them ones that needs to be used correctly because Google um, can get you to spend a lot of money and push you to spending a lot of money, not necessarily in the right places. So when you're speaking to Google about things, it's generally more about uh, putting in more keywords, upping your budget, expanding the area, all these kind of things, making it broad match, all these kind of things that some a little bit technical, which for the average user would just do. Um, but for us, it's it's about being as focused as you can be. And again, knowing what work, what is working, what isn't. So with Google Ads, as soon as someone's going onto, onto Google, searching for your product, your service, um, whatever your, um, you know, whether whether it's uh, wood flooring, oak flooring, parquet, herringbone, or, or 
LVT, whatever it is, is is knowing what keywords people are searching for and and knowing which keywords convert. So the beauty of Google Ads and why I, I kind of love all the data side of things is that you get so many numbers. So you can see how many times your advert has been shown and that doesn't cost you a penny. So your advert has been shown thousands and thousands of times, doesn't cost you a penny. Only You only pay when somebody clicks on your advert. But again, you can control how much you're willing to pay per click. You can control how much you're spending in a day. You can control how much you're spending in a month. You can control where your advert is shown geographically. So if, if you're if you're in uh, one town and you don't want to be shown in another town, we can control all of that. So we're making sure you're not going in front of the wrong people. Um, but then the other big thing on Google Ads as well for us, again, um, learning over time is negative keywords. So similar to kind of what we were saying on the Facebook side of things, so you can use negative keywords to, again, so, so your adverts are not shown for particular things. So if somebody uses the word cheap, if somebody uses the word discount, if, if somebody uses the word laminate and you don't do laminate, you want to keep away from laminate, then you've got to make sure all these things are in there as negative keywords so you do not appear at all. Because if you let Google run away with it, Google will just try and match your advert up with as many people as possible because Google will make a lot of money out of it. Um, but that's where we come in to, to control that. So if you have a budget, it's about getting the most out of that budget as, as we possibly can, squeezing every single penny out we can and to essentially only looking for conversions. Now a conversion is if somebody fills in a contact form on your website, so you get an email to say somebody's filled in a contact form, an inquiry form, or somebody picks up the phone to you. Um, that's all we're interested in. How many people are picking up the phone to you and need your service? Yeah, and that's why uh, we've decided to introduce the telephone service that we have that's attached directly to Google AdWords, which I've found quite amazing, which is great for the lads out in the van who've only got a mobile number who want to look that next level professional. So we put a local telephone number on your website um, or your adverts that people ring, which goes directly to your mobile. So, John, how's that work from the, the platform we use? Yeah, again, it's something I love that because, it, again, it goes into the stats and to the numbers. So whenever anybody does a search, you can even use call-only ads. So if someone's searching on a mobile phone, for example, and search parquet flooring, and then the advert's coming up on their phone, your advert can appear on there with um, essentially a landline number. And, and like, as you mentioned, it can just look a little bit more professional if you've got a landline number rather than a mobile on there. But then what happens is if they click that and it rings through to you, yeah. you answer, have a conversation, book in an appointment, great. We can actually see which keyword actually triggered that phone call. We can then find out how many other people clicked on, use that keyword in that day, that week. Um, we can find out how many people are going to be using that keyword in the next week. So again, we can then say, okay, if that call has led to an appointment and it's one of your ideal customers, let's make sure we're all over that keyword because it's working for you. Um, and, and again, it, it's just about knowing what is working. So we're not wasting the budget on keywords which are not working. We're only interested in the keywords which are working for you. And if someone's picking up the phone and calling you and booking appointments, then 
that's what we're going to go after. We're going to go after them people that are in that area, that are in that age group, they're searching for that keyword. Let's put our budget into there. And that's that's the kind of the information we get by tracking that that phone call through the number as well. Exactly. And I think that's where the USP of Truth Digital comes in, where we sit down on a on a weekly basis to go through all of our accounts and performance reviews for our clients to make sure they're getting the absolute most out of their spend. And I'm just looking for words and phrases and the actual technical side of floor sanding, engineered oak flooring, and then we're looking at you know, cheap flooring and things like that that a normal agency may not understand. And then John's backing it up with the technology of like, well, this is getting a good result. Is that a good word? Is that what this client wants? Uh, and we've got um, different campaigns. So we've got clients who do floor sanding and floor fitting, and they may have a team that just does the sanding. So we can turn on or turn off the sanding ads if they're fully booked. And then if they're a bit light on the ground with the fitting, we can turn the fitting on. And it is literally, it's what amazes me, like a light switch. You can say, right, guys, please turn it on. This is the budget, uh, which goes to Google. Unfortunately, not to us, the, the budget of this spend goes to Google. But this is the spend. And we just deploy the missiles and we... And then the phone starts ringing. It's like witchcraft, but that's what I like, that we can show where it's coming from, show what words are triggered, and we can show the telephone number um, to call in a professional manner. And then it's up to you guys to get the right the right leads. Um, so we're going to go into number two, which should be obvious for most people, and that's actually having a decent quality safe secure website which is your shop front and making sure it's visible in the usual places so this is mostly now everything's going digitally what people are going to look at when they're first assessing if you're the guy or or lady for the job so if your website isn't up to scratch but your work is exceptional well maybe you need to marry up your your work with your website so we've come up with three really easy free ways just to try and get your website up the rankings. And I'll hand that over to John of what we do to kick off when we start creating websites just to get you off the starting blocks. Yeah, because I think what, what tends to happen with the website, people people get a website when they're going to business because they think, well, that's what you do, don't you? You just get a website and they get the, the brother's daughter's dog to whatever, you know, to, to build them a site because somebody who knows anything about a computer can build a website. And that's, that's great. It might kind of tick a box for you. But again, we, we don't really care about that. We just care about what's that website doing for the business? How is it going to work for the business? Is it making people pick up the phone? Is it making people pick, uh, fill in that contact form? Is it actually driving you any business? Because if it's not, then what, what purpose does it have for you? So to, for it to drive business, it needs to be, again, look professional, secure, all that type of thing. Yep, designed right, great. Yep, tick them boxes. But then what, what else can it do? What call to actions does it have on there? But then once your website is there, is how does anybody find that website? So we've talked about Google Ads and we've talked about social, which can drive people to your website. Then you've got SEO as well, search end optimization. 
and you, you can do fairly simple tricks to to get some of your kind of local SEO on there. I mean, a, a simple thing is for a start is just listing in Google business page as well, just getting a Google business page and making sure your website's linked to that. Um, so a Google business page will, will get you um, your address listed on Google. When anybody searches for your service in your area, you want to be on there. Um, and, and, and with that, with that kind of listing, you can get reviews as well. So in your, uh, on your Google business listing, you can ask your customers for reviews and then reviews will stay online. And that just means you've got a higher chance of getting further up the rankings in Google for when someone's searching for your service. So if someone's searching for, for example, wood flooring in Glasgow, well, then maybe you want to be there. That's where you want to be because someone is searching for exactly what, what you do in your area. You need to be there. So it's just about making that website work for you, making sure that it's up there and it, it's doing doing the right things for you, really. And it's not just it, it's not just something you, you you've got because you thought you needed to have it, and it's it's just paying lip service to the business. Exactly, and and I think that's one of the first questions we ask uh, when taking a proposal for a new website is, what is the result you would like from this website? Not that you want to look professional. You, you well, I should have one or whatever. What's the actual result? What work do you want? Who do you want? Where do you want to work? And that's how we then we then work backwards from there to deliver that as a website that actually works. Again, using the correct terminology, technical, um, and try and keep it so it's user-friendly for your ideal client. So we're going to move on to the most controversial, but number one, marketing strategy and everyone sat there or sanding away or listening to this in the car thinking well what can be better than a website and adwords and everything like that and this is probably the most missed thing on everyone's agenda and no one does it because they can't be bothered and they just take it for granted and strangely this talk sometimes talks us as an owner of a marketing agency out of a job because we, we can do this but predominantly this needs to be you that do this so we're giving you advice not to use us for this possibly anyway so at number one is using your existing customers so word of mouth and asking so your customers are the best marketeers that you could possibly ever get for you and your business we can be the the technical wizards of the whole of the uk but these guys are the number one people you need to get on board so how do we do this john from a digital element and then what also can we do that the listeners could possibly ask their clients to do yeah it's funny isn't it we talk about kind of how to acquire new customers using Google Ads, social, whatever it is, you're acquiring new customers and you think that's what you need. I just need to get new customers, new customers, new customers in. And once you've got that customer, you tend to do the work and forget about them. And you're thinking, well, that's a massive, massive opportunity you're now passing. So if you've had a, a, a great customer, so somebody who's got you in, you've, you've quartered, they've got you in, you've done your work, they've paid you on time, they've been you know, great to be with. Well, and, and 
great house, pleasure to be around, whatever. They probably know other people like that as well. So why wouldn't you use them to get in touch with them other people? So in terms of digitally, how you can use that is hopefully you've got some kind of system, CRM database. Um, so you've got a list of your customers already. You've got the names, you've got the numbers, you've got your email addresses, you've got all that kind of stuff about them. Have you? Have you got it collected somewhere? Do you know who they are? Do you know, do you know how many customers have you got in that postcode or that postcode? Just, just having the list of your customers. And then you can use that to, you can either email marketing to them. And when we're talking about email marketing, we're not, you don't necessarily have to think of huge multinational companies sending out millions of emails. It doesn't work like, it doesn't work like that. If you're sending a, if you're sending a really targeted email to people, even if it's to 50 to a hundred, whatever the number is, if it's targeted and what you're asking them to do, whether you're asking them to refer a friend or something like that, and you've got a referral scheme going on, it's great. It's a great way of doing it. And you'll be surprised of how often that, that just, just works. Um, other things in terms of um, maybe some of the offline stuff, Again, vouchers, birthday cards, Christmas cards. You send your best customers a Christmas card. You send your best customers a birthday card. If not, why not? Why not? If someone spent five grand with you, send them a Christmas card. It was nice of them to spend five grand with you, wasn't it? So, and how many other people do they know who might potentially be in a customer? And if they're talking to their friends about where they got the floor done or if, if their friend's looking for flooring, then again, the... the you are going to be in their heads by just keeping in touch with them and just, yeah, sending that email, sending that card and, and that kind of thing. And it's just, um, it's just a huge, huge area which people miss. Yeah. Well, we've run campaigns where we've pulled the data from Google Mail. So someone's got a Gmail account and all the email addresses of the clients and got rid of the, the right ones and the ones and put them into categories and then by doing a very, very simple email marketing campaign that offers any existing clients a £50 Marks and Spencer's voucher uh, if you refer us to a friend. And off that marketing campaign that we did three emails was, you know, do, would you recommend us, et cetera. I think we did circa 45 grand from that email marketing um, campaign for our client. So there was a cost of setting everything up, but now that's set up, we can send automated digital birthday cards that wishes the floor a happy birth, not the person, because we don't normally get their date of birth, but we can certainly get when the floor was fitted and we, we wish the floor a happy birthday and offer them 20% discount on the cleaning products. And as John said, why, why not wish all of your clients a Merry Christmas and ask for a referral, ask for a testimonial on Google. You know, these type of small things, once set up, are basically free, and you've got the best marketeers that want to help you succeed in business. So have you got any other bits on that, John, or are we somewhere close to done on this on this subject? Yeah, I think we've, we've covered a lot. Um... Obviously, there's a lot with a lot of these things. There's a lot more detail can go into them, but that's where the next the conversation comes in, isn't it? If anybody needs a conversation about anything, get a little bit more detail about this, then certainly we can go into that. But yeah, I think we've covered a lot. Brilliant. So exactly as John said, if you want to speak about 
anything digital or marketing, get in touch with us. You can get me or John at tom at truthdigital.co.uk or john at truthdigital.co.uk. I hope some of these strategies and tactics were useful and you can implement just a couple in your business to get the right clients, get the business you want, charge that little bit more to show your professionalism and all in all, find the right people to work with going forward. Thanks for listening and don't forget to hit the subscribe button. If you'd like to find out more information about what we do, you can visit our website at cockerellandco.co.uk. That's cockerellandco.co.uk. We also have an Instagram account, which is cockerellandco, and also we are on Facebook. Once again, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, and we look forward to seeing you here again soon.